Hello, everyone. Welcome to Jab Sports with Andrew and John. Nick couldn't be here today, so it's just going to be the two of us. We got a pretty interesting episode coming up. We're going to be talking about the MLB All Star lineups, along with some very, very interesting NHL and NBA free agency slash trade uh, rumors and uh, deals that have been done, along with on the stay in sports history, which would be today, July 1st. And then we have a new segment that we came up uh, pretty recently, John's Tweets of the Week, where John's basically on Twitter and he's looking for something interesting or funny that he was strolling about in the Twitter sphere for. Uh, and then, did you just tell the Twitter sphere? That's, that's the I, end of this that's, episode. That's what, I, that's what I said. Yeah, the Twitter sphere. And then we're going to get a little bit into the NFL. We're going to talk about our underrated defensive player of the year candidates and a new thing we have going on the Jab Sports Top 100 Players. And then we're going to kind of talk about this whole Instagram thing we're doing with that, too. So, let's talk about the MLB All-Star lineups. Let's go to the American League starters. At catcher, we got Gary Sanchez. First base, we have Carlos Santana. Second base, we got DJ LeMayhew. God, I love that name. Uh, third base, we got Alex Bregman. Shortstop, Jorge Polanco. That's how you say it, right? Outfield, we obviously got... Mike Trout, obviously, it's a no-brainer. Uh, George Springer, Michael Brantley. And then for the designated hitter for the American League, we got Hunter Pence. And then for the National League, I'm going to pass it on to John. Oh, there it is. All right. National League starters, we got Wilson Contreras Woo! at catcher. First base, Freddie Freeman. Second base, Ketel Marte. Third base, Nolan Arenado. Shortstop, Javi Baez. Uh, and then the outfielders are Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger, and Ronald Acuna Jr. And some notable reserves on the NL roster. There's Mike Moustakis of the Brewers, Chris Bryant of the Cubs, soon-to-be free agent Anthony Rendon of the Nationals. Um, and then the sensation on the New York match, Pete Alonzo. And then uh, what, about, what about the pitchers? What about the pitchers? All right. With the National League pitchers. Okay, pitchers. Let's see. Wonder, I wonder who's going to start. Yeah, Jacob Degrom, Zach Greinke, Josh Hader, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Will Smith, who's been the subject of some trade rumors um, for teams looking to bolster their bullpen. Kirby Yates. So that looks like a pretty strong pitching staff in the AL. What pitchers do we got there? There's some good ones. We got former Cub Aroldis Chapman. Uh, we got Lucas Giolito with the White Sox. Cubs beat him, though, so that's okay. Uh, Brad Hand of the Indians. Uh, we got Mike Miner of the Rangers. And who could forget Justin Verlander of the Houston Astros. And some notable reserves that we got in the AL. We got, obviously, Francisco Lindor, Mookie Betts, uh, J.D. Martinez, and for all, another former Cub, Tommy Ostello, who's having himself a year along with White Sox, first baseman Jose Abreu, kills me to say that. But this begs the question, who got snubbed? Um, in the NL, the snubs that I think there's a few of them, and a lot of them were at first base. I know there's some, uh, some first basemen. There's like a log jam there. There's so many great first basemen in the, um, in the National League, like – Max Muncy, Anthony Rizzo, Rise Hoskins, those are three guys that missed it. The um, the first baseman in the National League, 
who, who was that? That was Freddie Freeman, of course. He's a gold glove first baseman. He's unbelievable. Josh Bell, of, of course, is having a fantastic year with the Pirates. He's just a absolute monster hitting the baseball. And then, of course, we were just talking about rookie sensation uh, Peter Alonzo, who's going to crush the rookie home run record with the New York Mets at some point very soon. So I understand why, why uh, Hoskins, Rizzo, and Max Muncy didn't get in. Um, it's unfortunate that they, that they couldn't get in, but you know there's just so many good players in the in the National League at first base. So and then in the American League, Xander Bogarts, Aruba's finest, he didn't make it. And then even though I'm a Cubs fan, I will admit that White Sox second and third baseman Yohan Mancada. He should have made it. He's having a really good year. He's batting 298 with 13 home runs and 42 RBIs. Um, I'm sure there's also a log jam there in the American League for uh, for All-Stars. Matt Chapman is a reserve third baseman for the A's. He's on the team. Alex Bregman, obviously one of the best baseball players in the world right now. <laughs> so maybe it's not Moncada's time yet. Um, but I'm sure in the future yeah. he's, he's not going to miss many All-Star games no, um, no, no, no. in the future. Same with Eloy Jimenez. Um, White Sox have a pretty good future. Um, pretty good future lineup. And then they still they also had James McCann, the catcher. He was the reserve catcher behind Gary Sanchez. And then we were talking about Jose Abreu. So. Yeah, for me, I it was a no-brainer for me who the, snub, who the biggest snub was, especially in the AL. Uh, Xander Bogarts, who's having, in my opinion, a – Fantastic year. He's batting with a two or point two nine nine batting average, fifteen homers, and let's see how many RBIs does he have? In fifty five RBIs. So I mean, I like I understand, but you know, make make room for with, Aruba's finest. You know, <laughs> with hitting being so uh, up this year with the home runs and everything like that, there's a lot of players with really really good numbers that are not going to make the All Star game. And yeah, which is a shame. But I mean. You know, it's I, like you understand why. Yeah, and then, there's just way too many good. Yeah, and then in the end, I'll like like you said, John. I I go with Max Muncy, whose numbers are kind of his batting average is kind of similar. I think he's down to point. He's two eighty one. Two eighty one, and then got fifty five more than Bogarts, and then uh, we see our bat in fifty seven RBIs, which I mean. It's crazy that with numbers like that, those two aren't in it. But I mean, like you said, it, it's it's kind of, it's just one of those years, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, another player that is surprised to make it one of the most one of the highest paid baseball players <laughs> currently in the MLB right now on the San Diego Padres. Manny Machado did not make it. He is batting 279, 54 RBIs, on base percentage of three fifty five, slugging percentage of five eleven, uh, OPS of eight sixty six. So. Those are pretty impressive numbers. He, if he would have got off to a hotter start this season, he'd then, probably, then he'd probably be in, but he kind of started off uh, a little slow, uh, slow for Machado, I guess, and compared to all these other All-Stars. But that's another player who's pretty deserving. So, Who's winning this? Um, I, I already know who I, who I think. Tell me what you think. I think it's going to be the AL. They all, I feel like, always wins. They, exactly. How many years in a row have the, has the American League won the All-Star game? My, oh, I'm going to go with five. I'm going to go with five results. I mean, just – I don't I don't. Know what, I'll tell you right now. I, I, feel, I feel like – I don't know. Maybe because we're Cubs fans, we're always cheer for the NL. I feel like 
gosh, I don't even remember the last time. Uh, the NL has won an All-Star yeah. game. It's been one, two, three, four, five, five six years okay, in a so row. I said five. Or wait, did I say five or six? Yeah. Um, I think you said five. Okay, whatever. I was still yeah. close. It's been. Uh, well, who was the last team that won in? Or what was the last, last time the National League won was 2012 in Kansas City? Oh, Jesus Christ. I remember. I don't know why I remember. Like, watch. I remember watching it also again like a while ago, and just like at the time, like Carl Carl Crawford was like my favorite baseball player at the time. And I remember him having a sick ass catch. I don't know why I just thought of that, but. We got the, the home run derby coming up too. I know Christian Yelich is in it. Pete Alonso is in it. Um, who else is in it? I feel like mm, I don't know. Uh, I know those two for sure. Uh, home run derby. Let's see who who else is going to be going. So we got Yelich. You got Pete Alonso, Josh Bell, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Drake Bell. No. <laughs> um, Carlos Santana. So the home run derby is always home run derby is fun. Awesome. Last year, last year, dude. Last year was I remember. I remember like my stomach being like in knots because I wanted Schwarber to win so bad. And I know there was a lot of controversy going on about like. I would say my stomach is in knots. Well, no, I because dude, I I'm not the biggest Bryce Harper fan, and I I wanted Schwarber to win it so bad. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves is also in it. And I I just remember remember being there being a lot of controversy over it. Like saying like Harper's dad was throwing the pitches like too early, like before the ball like landed or whatever. Nah, but it sucks that Schwarber's not in it this year. But I mean, whatever. What do you? I mean? don't think that roster is finalized. So. So uh, yeah, I mean he. I mean, if it's not finalized, I mean, he's in it last year. He's not. He's not going to be in it. But I kind of want to see Vlad Jr. win it. He's That'd the youngest cool. youngest player in MLB history to participate in home run derby. Vlad his dad. Jr. His dad won it a while ago. Vlad his dad Mirror, was a fucking badass. Hall of Famer. Just one of my favorite baseball players ever. I'd like to see Pete Alonso win it too. I keep talking about him, but he's just incredible. So God, suck his dick already. So wait, so who do you think's winning it? Oh yeah, let's uh, get back to that. Um, probably the AL again. Probably the AL. Yeah, I see the AL winning again. I don't. Um, I don't know why I think it. I just. I just do. I actually think the National League, their pitching, I think is actually better. Um, but just like the overall, like the. I guess, I guess skill positions. You think the skill positions are better? Well, I mean, I, can't, eh. I mean, they're, I don't know. It's going to be a good game. The National League, I I think, so. National League's pitching is really good. Um, but yeah, let's hope the National League comes out on top. Yeah, that'd be nice. When it comes in the World Series, we need home field advantage. <laughs> Absolutely. Do we have like a run projection? What's going to be the over under? Is it? Let's see. I don't have a final score. Is it going to be, let's say the over under is nine. Over under is nine? I'm going to say over. Not over nine and a half. We'll say, is nine it nine? Yeah. Over, yeah, over. I'm going to say. You saying, are you taking the under on that? Um. Oh, that's, oh, you know what? No, I, I'm not, I'm not going to go back. I'm going to say over. The last year it was eight to six. So it was 14. And the year before that, it was two to one. Four to two, six to three, five to three, three to nothing. So I'm going under. Going last under. year, last year was a uh, a, uh, a a hit parade. Um, there was 14 runs in that it's game. A hit parade. Yeah. Transformers. Yeah, I know. God. Oh, <sighs> great movie. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna, 
We're going to be out of town for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of which, being out of town, uh, this episode that we're recording, uh, this is going to be the last one until July 16th because uh, me and John are going to be out of town and it's just going to be, it's just going to be tough to do it. So, but anyway, uh, do you have any other like comments on or like points on the all-star game or only all-star game comment I have is I hope that the Cubs get an all-star game soon. Cause I'd love to go to one. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be sweet. This year it's at Cleveland. Then in 2020 Dodger stadium, 2021 SunTrust park in Atlanta, Georgia. So maybe 2022, 23, 24, 25, 26. They already have it announced they, they is in they, Philly. Weird. The hell? Yeah. yeah, that is weird. Yeah, why do they have 2026, 20, but they don't have... 22, 23, 24, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But anyway, moving on to the NHL, NBA, free agency uh, frenzy. Let's, let's there's start. a lot to go yeah, over. there's a lot to go over, so please bear with us. We're going to start with the NHL. I'm just going to list off some names, and then we're going to comment on it. So in the NHL, the most notable one, especially I know for John, was obviously the P.K. Subban trade to Devils from Nashville. And who who did they send to Nashville? Who did the Devils send to Nashville? Um, no one. No one of great of importance. Great importance, just because this was a salary dump for the Predators. Um, and actually, the next, I'm sure that one of the next players we're talking about is Matt. Yeah, Nishan. but I was just going to. They needed. They need. They needed help. Uh, they need help on the power play. And they need help at forward too. Um, losing PK is bad for the power play. That was ranked 30th in the NHL last year. Um, but they have some great defensemen in Nashville still. Yeah, so exactly. They might be okay. They, Nashville is definitely getting worse, though. I would say for sure, especially with Rene get, just getting older. Rene getting older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I always said this to you, and you always kind of, I think because you were just kind of riding the the Nashville, not bandwagon, but just because you, you just love Subban. I always, like, told you, oh, I don't know about their forwards. And you're like, oh, like, their forwards are, like, they're, like, they're not terrible. And I was, like, always, like, no, they're terrible. Because outside Yeah, of last them, year at the trade deadline, Wayne Simmons was, like, a big, big trade for them, and he did not work out. Yeah, no, not at all. But, yeah, all they, all they really have is, well, now they have Duchesne, but... Uh, Johansson, Forsberg, Forsberg Arvidsson, who was like maybe just Kyle Turris. Kyle, Kyle Turris hasn't been that great. Mm-hmm. They, need him to, they need him to be better. Mikel Granlin, they need him to be a little bit better. That's right. I forgot they got him too. Um, so yeah, maybe they they maybe Duchesne helps a lot. I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, I guess we'll see how. how these, Probably uh, the devil side of this trade. That's I think a really good gift for them. They, oh, dude, they didn't have to give. They didn't have to give up too much. And, uh, Dude, in the span of like a couple, was, two days, span of two days, two days they had Jack Hughes, Jack Hughes and PK Subban, PK Subban. That and John like, Hayden. That sounds like a fucking depth. win to me. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Yeah, they just need to figure out the goaltending issue, and then a lot of their young players like Nico Heischer, Will Butcher, Will yeah. Butcher, um, and they got just re- need to keep keep, keep developing. And they got to resign Hall too, right? Um, Is it after this year? Duh. Which I mean, I I think they're gonna resign Hall. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, he was what he he didn't win. He was like he was runner up for MVP. Yeah, who, who was he MVP or was he runner up for MVP last? Year? No, he won MVP. He won MVP. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He won MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he was a fucking beast. Yeah, that should be a really fun team to watch. I'm on the I'm on the, the uh, devil bandwagon. Devil bandwagon. Exactly. Uh, already put in an order. Already put in an order for that PK Subban. Yeah, Devils jersey. Oh yeah, 
And you already have a white hall one, right? So yeah, get a, get a home one. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But yeah, sticking with the Preds. Uh, they signed Matthew Shane, obviously. I guess we'll see how his. I know he a lot of a lot of talk around Duchesne is that he is like a kind of like a cancer in the locker room. But I mean, it seemed to work out in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, Columbus, man, if they can't get Panarin back or. Uh, Bobrovsky, they're no, an they're, obvious candidate for uh, for regression. Dude, yeah, they're not getting them back. No, no I way. So. I, I think uh, Panarin, they they just threw out a last minute uh, offer, cry for help offer. Yeah, dude. I don't but know. It's looking like maybe the Islanders or the Rangers there. Yeah, my my prediction is I think he's going to the Rangers. Just, I think he might have priced himself out of the Rangers. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gonna be spending. He might be twelve million a year. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, yeah, I did not. If he starts know. getting into a bidding war. He could re- literally he could reach up to twelve million dollars a, a year for seven years. Man, that's massive. Dude, if the Islanders got him. They're already a great defensive team. The only yeah. problem is they couldn't put fucking in that. Yeah, they're gonna have. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna have a lot of problems though if uh, they can't. If they if they can't, can't get Panarin and then they end up losing Anders, Anders Lee. Lee and then they can't figure out a way to uh, get Bobrovsky. Or uh, re-sign Robin Lehner, who won the uh, – he was one of the Jennings Trophy winners. Yeah, he was a Vesna finalist, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, it was Vasilevsky, Bishop, and – Leonard, yeah. Leonard, yeah. Yeah. So. And then, yeah, Panarin and Bobrovsky. Where do you where do you see Panarin going? I already, I already said I think he's going to the Rangers. I, I, think, I just, I just can't go to the Islanders. He's going to the Islanders? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Do you think Colorado Brad- is a dark horse? But I don't think they're gonna. Oh, dude! They have a lot. They have to save a lot of money. Yeah. Towards the future, I mean, dude. When you, if Brandon you're Colorado, is, is their big guy that they want to. Like, if you're Colorado, you literally have like an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, they're like if you look at some of their young players and then their defense, like Kale McCarr, mm-hmm. Bowen Byram, who thought of them at number four in the yeah. NHL draft. They're gonna dude, be, they are going. They're to gonna be good for a long time. Oh yeah. These kind of not that Grubauer's bad, but I mean. No, he's good. They could they could win with him. You think? think? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're. I mean, they got them to Game Seven of the second round. Yeah, that's true. Wait, who did they play in the second round? Sharks. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, where do you think Bobrovsky's going? Oh wait, hold on. Speaking of just like Bobrovsky and Panarin, whatever, what happened with with like the Panthers? Because didn't they both meet with the Panthers? Yeah, I don't know. I feel the only teams I'm hearing are like the New York teams or even Colorado for those. Not not Bobrovsky, but for Panarin. Um, I, I know Bobrovsky still might be an option, I think, for Florida because Luongo retired. retired. Yeah, I think if I had to Which, by decide way, between for Bobrovsky, I think it's going to be the Islanders or the Panthers. For oh, okay, for Bobrovsky, okay. Panarin, I'm going to say the Islanders. Islanders. Yeah, because I know their agent wants them to do kind of like a package deal. And there was a thing, yeah. uh, you know, how Lou Lamorello is his uh, big uh, thing is you can't have facial hair. Mm-hmm. Which is the dumbest rule ever, but hey, whatever. Um, there was a video on surfacing actual social media of Barassi shaving his his beard. He was in New York and mm. he was shaving. So that's very, very interesting. interesting. Yeah, but, right. I mean, try not to look too much into it. But I know I'm sure a lot of Islander fans are freaking out and holding out. Oh, hell yeah, dude! Yeah, fucking. You've arguably the best coach in the NHL, if not Barry Trotz. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the best coach in the NHL. They're they're going to be fucking. 
They're going to be dangerous. If I don't they know. Get, if I don't they know. Yeah. Even if they get Bobrovsky, like they're still going to be like a very good team. Like they're a good team even without him. Depends on what Anders Lee and Panarin do. Yeah, that's true. Those are. I, I don't need, see. They need, like I, like you said, they need they need to put the puck in the net. Yeah, I don't see Anders Lee staying with them. So I think that's yeah. kind of a big problem, and hopefully it comes to the Hawks. Um, speaking of the Hawks, Hawks get back Andrew Shaw. I expect a lot of people in the future, if Shaw ends up having like a slow start, to be like, oh, typical Hawks, bringing back an old player from the Cup teams. This guy just – he had like one of his best seasons. Yeah, he put up a season uh, – career high in points this season. Yeah, I, I was like looking it up, actually looking it up and earlier. When, they, when Shaw signed the contract with Montreal – few years ago, with the salary cap the way it was, it looked like maybe they overpaid for him. But now that the salary cap has risen, this is actually a, a very good contract. Mm-hmm. And the Hawks just need somebody who gets to the front of the net. It's just a pain in the ass because the Hawks just, I think, in my opinion, have been bullied the last two years. And Andrew Shaw, even though he's a little guy, he's not going to stand for it. Yeah, he's so not taking any shit. They need to be more aggressive. Which is, which is awesome. I, I love yes. this move by the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, well, who are we talking about? Oh, we were talking about, speaking of uh, – we were talking about the Panthers and Borowski. Congratulations to Roberto Luongo on a fantastic career. That guy, I could not stand a goalie more when he was on Vancouver, when the Hawks were like kind of just first starting the dynasty that they that they still are, that I still believe that they are. And seeing him in the playoffs was one of the like scariest things. He was unbelievable. And I I can't even begin to tell you how much I hated. Those Vancouver teams, oh my God! Was it was he? He was still on the team in 2011, right? Oh yeah. I will never forget that. Was it Game Six? Um, when, when Taze scored with like, yeah, under a minute left, yeah. and then they fucking lost in overtime. No, they won in overtime. They the oh, Hawks? No, they lost in overtime in game. game Seven, not Game Six, because Ben Smith scored in Game Six in overtime. Was that 2011? Yes. No, I'm trying to think of home or away. Hawks were Hawks home. In game six? Yep. And they lost in seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Game yeah. seven. Roberto Luongo. What is just amazing. Uh he retired with the second he's second in all time games played as a goalie with 1044 and third all time in wins. Jesus, um, are you serious? Yeah. So he's the Hall of Fame is in his uh Favorite. in his future for sure, <laughs> even though uh he was never able to win a cup, which kinda kinda feel bad. Just how, just just how the game is. It's a tough trophy to win. It's a tough trophy to win. Olympic gold medal twice in 2010 and 2014. Yes. Never, the only major award, um, individual award, uh, was the Jennings Trophy in 2011 with Vancouver. Never won the Vezna. Nope. Wow. Six all-star games. Do you think about those numbers being third all-time in wins and... Never, in the, never winning a cup. Never winning a cup. Or even a Vesna. I'm more shocked that he never won a Vesna. Yeah. Which is wow. And then some other notable free agents. Uh how about Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry going to the stars? Dude, I think the star for me, the stars and the avalanche are like as of right now, are like my front runners to come out of the West. Yeah, I'm my I'm mine is Vegas, but Bit, yeah. Um, talk about the Central Division. The, I think the Jets and the Predators are going, going down. Yep. And the Stars 
and the Avalanche are trending upwards. Trending upwards for sure. So they're they're going to be dangerous. They're not losing much. They're losing Zuccarello and they're losing Spezza, but at that money, um, I mean, you're kind of filling in Spezza with or you're kind with Pavelski. That that money, he, but Pavelski is a much more way, effective player yeah, than Spezza. Yeah, yeah. Much and, more effective. And then Perry is as much as like he kind of hasn't really done much been, recently. Yeah, of recent. He's a, yeah, former he's, MVP. He's, he's a depth. He's tough. A, he's a good depth player. Yeah, which I I think I think it's a good signing for them. On, only on for ends. only for a million and a half dollars. Yeah, right. You can't can't beat that. Um, some other oh uh, Phil Kessel going to the Coyotes. Finally, cheer for Phil Kessel again. Yeah, Phil Kessel is a big fan of mine and John's. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't know. We're a big fan of Phil Kessel's. You said Phil Kessel's a big fan of us. I mean, he might be a big fan of us. I don't know. If, he, if us. he knew us, I don't know. He might be. You know how I was talking about how I need a new... Uh, all right, so I have every... Between me and Andrew, we have oh, every yeah, you, jersey. You can get a Kessel jersey now. You can get a Kessel jersey. That'll fill my Arizona. We're only missing Arizona, Pittsburgh. I was never going to get Pittsburgh because yeah. I hate them. Yeah. And uh, Carolina. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, should, you should get a, a Svechnikov, Carolina. Mm. That'd be a sick one. We'll see. But yeah. Kessels of the Coyotes. Yeah, for he's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna love it. The Rick Toshet Rick Toshet is one of his like one of his former coaches that he's he's really close to, and that's the head coach of the uh, Coyotes now. And uh, hopefully they have a good relationship and get Arizona back into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, did I already did we mention Zuccarello? We briefly mentioned him talking about the Stars. We didn't say he's going to Minnesota. Yeah, which I mean, great great player, terrific player. Why would you want to go to Minnesota? Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, I feel like there's no direction. Or yeah, are they rebuilding? Are they trying to win? It they're, I mean, I think they're gonna go into a rebuild mode after this season. Or he's 31 years old. I don't know what the details of the contract are for Zuccarello. Let me look. I did get the notification, but um, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Oh, here we go. Wild to sign Zuccarello, five years, six million. Okay. I mean, yeah, Zuccarello, he's a amazing player. player. Yeah, but I'm surprised. He, he's, I feel I feel bad for him. I'm surprised he's not going back to the Rangers. You thought he was going to go back to the Rangers? Yeah. That would have been that would have been actually pretty sweet if he went back to the Rangers. Wild are also planning on bringing Ryan Hartman, who I think is going to be his like fourth team. He was on the fifth. Well, they just traded him to Dallas, but then Dallas. So he technically never played on Dallas. I don't know if they bought him out or some Hawks, Preds, Flyers, Dallas, Dallas. They just like a few days ago. Okay, so yeah, five teams. Jesus Christ, Ryan Hartman. There's a twenty goal scorer with the Hawks. I don't know what happened to him. They are right, but and then some other notable D men that are free agents. We got Tyler Myers and Jake Gardner. You have any idea where you? you have Tyler Myers is going to get a stupid contract from Vancouver. He's going to get a stupid contract from Vancouver. It's going to be hilarious. Vancouver's they're going to have young players that they need to start uh, thinking about, thinking about saving money for. With Brock Besser, he's a restricted free agent now, and rookie of the year Elias Pettersson. And uh, this contract has bad written all over it. it. It reminds me of like a like like Seabrook with the Hawks. And then what about uh, what about Gardner? Gardner, uh, well, okay. So if Meyer signs with the Canucks, where could Jake Gardner go? I heard Minnesota might be an option. Um, 
Chicago, I know, liked them, but I think they've priced themselves out, which I'm glad because I don't think Gardner's good. It's not. Yeah, it's not going to fix the problems. Um, who else? Gardner. Um, Colorado, maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting spot. Yeah. I wonder how he'd be. Edmonton. Edmonton just bought out uh, Andre Sequeira. Yeah. So who did it? they just got a? They just got a goalie, didn't they? The Oilers. Yeah. Um, I thought I saw something on Twitter about that. Oh, Mike Smith. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Mike Smith who was just in Calgary last season. Yeah, okay. starting goalie for a team that went to the playoffs, and I had I had the best record in the West. I had them going. Where did I have them going? Wait, Wait, I had them going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Hold on. I, I legit still had this piece of paper. It's been on my nightstand. I had the oh, wrote five, down. Uh, Flames going to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Okay, uh, everybody's rankings. I know, but I forgot where I had the Flames going. I had the Flames going to the Western Finals against the Predators and then losing. But that didn't happen. NHL playoffs last year pissed me off. Yeah. So... Well, I guess we just go on the go on to the NBA now. We'll talk more about both leagues uh, next podcast when everybody's you know officially signed and most moves are uh, most moves are finalized and everything like that. So, but on to the NBA. There's NBA free agency opened up before NHL free agency, and this has just been you know you better be on Twitter follow, following all the all the NBA insiders because it's just it's going off right now. <laughs> um, most notable. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan team up to sign with the Brooklyn Nets. KD, uh, he will probably, you know, he's not probably not going to play this year, but Kevin Durant, his contract. Was it six years, 140? No, it was four, uh, four years. Four years, 141? Four years. And let me get the numbers right. I don't know why I have the 141 stuck in my head. Let me see. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm looking okay. it up right now. Um, well, whatever. Anyways, just ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. DeAndre Jordan is four years, 40 million. That's not awful, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, once we find the Katie Irving numbers, we'll uh, get that out to you. Uh, Anthony Davis, the Anthony Davis traded Lakers first, the last time we recorded we, uh, was, I think, a couple days before that trade, so now it's the first time we get to talk about it. Anthony Davis sent to the L.A. Lakers in return. The Pelicans get Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, um, bunch of draft picks, and Zion Williamson is now a uh, Pelican. D'Angelo Russell signed. Is uh, was a sign-in trade? He's on the Warriors. That's all that matters. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is on the Warriors now. Uh, I got the I got Durant's numbers. Okay, what is it? His deals. Oh my God, his deals worth. The max, uh, one hundred sixty-four million over four years. four years, and then I gotta check. That's forty-one million a year. Uh, Kyrie. So D'Angelo Russell is now with the Warriors, and with D'Angelo Russell coming in, Andrew Jo. Andrew, I can't talk because there's so much fucking going on. <laughs> Let me just regroup, okay? <clears throat> okay, Andre Iguodala, one of my favorite. He's one of my favorites when he was on the Sixers. He's now going to the Memphis Grizzlies. The Warriors traded him after they brought in D'Angelo Russell. Jimmy Butler, after talking, being persuaded by Dwayne Wade, his good buddy, that they were teammates in Chicago for a little bit, 
Jimmy Butler is going to the Miami Heat. Kemba Walker is going to the Celtics to replace Kyrie Irving now that he's going to the Nets. Um, okay, oh, bless you, Andrew. Some players are staying um, where they were this past season. Tobias Harris re-signs with the 76ers. Damian Lillard signs a max contract with the Portland Trailblazers and restricted free agent Chris Middleton staying in Milwaukee. Um, so that's Ir- a, good, that's Irving- a good move for the for the uh, Bucks, who might be the favorites in the East if Kawhi um, travels Kawhi. out to uh, travels out to the West Coast in LA. Uh, Al Horford is going to the Sixers. Thought that was pretty interesting. Julius Randle to the Knicks. Kristaps Porzingis is uh, like everybody. Thought staying in Dallas with the Mavericks signed. I think he signed a five-year deal. Harrison Barnes is staying in Sacramento. Derrick Rose, after talks of maybe coming home for a year or two, is actually going uh, out east to Detroit, signing a two-year deal with the Detroit Pistons. And uh, Terry Rozier is signing with the Charlotte Hornets. So, just so much going on. Yeah, I have a fucking headache. Yeah. Kyrie uh, Irving, uh, I have the number on that. Uh, four years worth up to 141 million. That's where I got 141 from. Malcolm Brogdon, I forgot to write down. Malcolm Brogdon is going to the Pacers. That was another guy that I wanted the Bulls to maybe go after. It's it's going crazy right now. This is yeah. obviously the biggest splash is obviously the Kyrie, uh, KD, uh, DeAndre Jordan thing, which I'm assuming people are. I I remember seeing notification. I'm assuming people are pissed off about it. Right? Yeah. Of course they are. No pain. But, damn. Mm-hmm. That's, now, okay. that's wild. KD's, you know, now if KD does well in in Brooklyn, they can never, uh, they can't really hate him on it. If they end up winning a champ, they can't hate him, hate on him anymore. Yeah, because he did it. He did it. It's his team now. He's, yep. you know, he's he is the guy. Yeah. Um, as good as Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan and all those guys in Brooklyn are. Katie almost won with OKC. Yeah. Almost. Against, almost. Against the soup, the first super team, the Miami, Miami Heat. Yeah. This free agency is just absolutely crazy. This is the craziest, you know. I think just all around the league, crazy for the first time since 2010 when LeBron James signed uh, with Miami and brought along uh, Chris Bosh with him and Dwayne Wade staying okay. there. This have, has just been. Do you have like a favorite? Favorite signing? Um, let me look at the list yeah, let me look. I do like Kemba Walker going to Celtics. I think the Celtics replaced Kyrie well with Kemba Walker. I really like him. I think they're the same age. so. And Kemba Walker is healthier than Kyrie Irving. I don't, I don't Or has been healthier than Kyrie Irving has in the past. I don't know which one I like the best. I mean, like... I don't... Like, I feel like I'm going to say, like, an, like, the obvious one. Like, in... Like Anthony Davis, I me personally, I love that one. I will yeah. buy a lot, a lot of people are hate. Who won that trade? The Lakers or the Pelicans? I'm gonna say the Lakers. I mean, right now the Lakers, but the Pelicans can be. I mean, especially if Zion turns yeah. into the player that they all want him to be. Zion and everybody thinks he's going to be. Uh, yeah, they. The Pelicans also brought in JJ Redick on a two-year contract. Actually, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on this the Lakers winning that trade because now there's more interest from other other players like Kawhi Leonard who I know there's a lot of buzz around him in the Lakers 
Can you imagine if Kawhi Leonard went to the fucking Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis? Yeah, it'd be game over. It'd be game over. Like that would be it. That would be it in the West. Dude, I oh, I want I want Kawhi to stay with Toronto, but I mean I makes sense. I mean, there's I mean, obviously it's a better roster in LA. Yeah, than it is in Toronto, but at least in Toronto, you know, he's he's he's, he's the man. The, yeah, he's and, the guy. Uh, you know, you know why 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 leave a good thing? Yeah. yeah, he's got a great thing going there. He's like you said, he's he's a superstar there. Um, but he's always wanted to play in, in LA, whether it's the Clippers or the Lakers. He's always wanted to play there. So I I see him leaving by. I I can I like picture I him, him. I would I would say in Toronto. It's I can picture him. It's in a great situation. In the yellow Lakers jersey. I can totally picture it. Derek Favors traded from the Jazz to the Pelicans. Um, Thaddeus Young signs with the Chicago Bulls for three years. That's right. Just so much going on. And I'm assuming Kawhi is going to go to the Lakers. Yeah. That's my guess. Me too. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing a lot of people are assuming that. I mean, and you can't really can't really blame them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, assuming, I'm assuming Clay Thompson hasn't. Clay, I think the deal is. Warriors. I think a deal is like done. Yeah, he's, he's not pretty much. He's. He, he, he I mean, KD gone. Dude, these day for sure. Dude, I almost like. Mm, no, I don't really feel bad. I was gonna say I feel bad for KD, just like for everything that he kind of went through in the playoffs. You know, kind of mm-hmm. really like giving him shit, and then, and then he comes back. Coming comes back, and he. How many points did he drop before he got hurt? Uh, I mean, he was he was cooking, he was cooking, because he had like twenty something. Twenty, yeah, yeah. He was fucking. I remember, I remember watching that game and being like, "Oh shit, watch out for the." When he got hurt, hurt, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I, I mean, I didn't. I but obviously it was. I knew it was bad. Just kind of the way, it just kind of like his ankle looked, and then you saw it in slow motion. You literally saw his was it his Achilles, like. He was just like snap, basically. Yeah, he was Which, all over them. He was all over Toronto. Exactly. And Demarcus Cousins still out there. Nothing. No Boogie. word on. No word on Boogie. Um, well, they're good remaining free agents. So we got Clay Thompson, Kawhi, Demarcus Cousins. Um, let's see who else? Who else is a free agent that has not signed yet? It's really those two. You're just waiting for those dominoes to drop, and then. Dude, know. think about like how much pressure is on Steph Curry now. <laughs> uh, Patrick Beverly is returning to the Clippers. He was rumored to go to. Uh... Words. Uh, um, sorry, I'm all I'm all over the place. The Bulls. The Bulls. He's from here. Robin Lopez will join Brooke Lopez. Yep, saw that. With the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Bobby Portis, Bulls legend Bobby Portis, uh, going to the, the New York Knicks. Nikolai Miritich, speaking of former Bulls, is yeah, going, going to play overseas. Uh-huh, that was, yeah. I think, a surprise to many. So, yeah, there's just so much going on. It's hard to all. It's hard to decipher all this. Next episode, we're going to really, especially with Nick. Nick is. The uh, NBA guy. Is it really the NBA guy between all of us? And I'm sure he has he has a lot of opinions on yeah. some of these signings. I know he's probably – I guess he was probably fucking freaking out when KD and Kyrie yeah. and DeAndre Jordan all went to, to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's, let's move on before I have to go get fucking Advil. Uh, to Honest Day in Sports History, 
July 1st. I'm going to start off, or I'm going to start off. So, 1904, July 1st, was the first time the U.S. Olympics were held in the United States. I thought that was interesting. Didn't well, it's just the Olympics. The first Olympics held in the Oh, United yeah, the States. first Olympics held in the United States. That's still a big deal. It's a huge deal. Exactly. Yeah. And then, I know a lot of people are probably not going to like this, but this is also the anniversary of a year ago when LeBron signed <coughs> the four-year deal with the Lakers. So, let's move on to our newest topic, John's tweets. Let's, let's hear what kind of... Okay, so yeah, stupid shit so you know how Twitter. all right. So he, Andrew's got on this day in sports history. Nick's got uh, or B's got B's best bets. Uh, he's not here today, so we're not going to do that segment. Um, so my new thing, you know, these guys all get something. Why don't I get anything? Hmm. My new thing is uh, the best tweets of the week. So since the last episode, some of the most interesting, interesting things I found on Twitter, some funny stuff. Um, I'll obviously give credit to the people who yeah, made these tweets. And I got the stuff. I got a fart really bad. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Hold it. So, June 25th, at D. Tolensky tweeted this. In 1999, the 1999-2000, the highest paid athlete in every sport. NHL, Yarmie Rager, $10.4 million a year. NBA, Shaquille O'Neal, $17.1 million Shaq. a year. MLB, Albert Bell, $11.9 million. And NFL, Troy Aikman. For ten point seven five million, that's in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. Now in ni- 2019, 2020, the highest paid player per year in every sport. NHL, Connor McDavid, twelve and a half. So between Yager's ten point four and McDavid's twelve and a half, there's not much. Yeah, that's not a big difference at all. Difference. Here's where it gets crazy. NBA, Russell Westbrook, forty one million, uh, uh, forty one million a year, compared to Shaquille O'Neal, seventeen point one. Just God. how crazy that's gotten. I think MLB. This is the craziest one to me. MLB. Mike Trout, thirty-five point five million compared to Albert Bell's eleven point nine. And then the NFL. Russell Wilson is the highest-paid player at thirty-five million a year. Um, Damn. Troy Aikman, also a quarterback, was only getting ten point seven five million a year only twenty years ago. So you see how how much. Wow, John, that was really interesting. That was, and you know what? This guy said he thought it was interesting, and I thought it was interesting, and I wanted to relay that to you guys because that's yeah, no, that is no, that, is, that like actually is yeah. pretty interesting. It's crazy, is what it really. Mm-hmm. Next one from NHL and NBC Sports is the 2018-2019 NHL attendance leaders. They gave the top five. Number one, none other than our Chicago Blackhawks. They're yeah. averaging twenty-two thousand seven hundred thirty-four people. Uh, in, in the United States or United <laughs> Center every game. Uh, it's, that's their average per game. And then the percentage of seats filled, this includes standing room only, 107.2% of the... the wait, of, hold on. Of, I, like, I kind of blanked out for a second. Wait, let me read this again. All right, wait. So 22,734 was the average amount of yeah. people in attendance per game. And the percentage of seats filled was 1072 so, like, I understand what it means, but like, like every so every seat was filled, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then the seven point two is you know standing room only. Or, oh my God! Yeah, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Number two was Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights. What boy? What a what a what a story! What a story <laughs> that's turned into. Yeah, the number two, eighteen thousand three hundred eighteen average per game, one hundred five point five percent of seats filled. Number three, State of Hockey, Minnesota Wild. Yeah. 
18,907 average per game, 105.3%. Number four, Canada's Canada's team, really. That's all everybody's talking about in the NHL. Yeah, they haven't done shit. Haven't won a playoff series in since, what, 2002, 2003? Yet there's still the talk of Canada. Talk of, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, NHL, I think really, it's very annoying. It is annoying. It really is. Um, but nevertheless, 19,276 average per game, 102.4% of seats filled. And the number five is Winnipeg. Um, obviously, they had a great year this year. and But they're going to <laughs> downhill. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, they're averaging 15,276 uh, average per game. It's really the percentage that's the uh, what drives these rankings because some stadiums only fit so many uh, people in them. And then their percentage of seats filled is 102.1%. Dude, I heard something today. I was reading um, uh, a Bleacher Report that Line, I think, said that he'd be open to signing like an or. I don't know how it works, but he's, he'd be open to signing an offer sheet to – I forgot. I don't, I don't know which team it was, but he's put – it, put it this way. He's open to leaving Winnipeg if the price is right. Yeah, because the price might not be right in Winnipeg. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Any other tweets? Yeah, two more. Okay, so from – this one's kind of funny. Um, you can't, I, our viewers can't see it. Or our listeners can't see it. So I'll just explain this from Scott Dahl at NBC five doll. Someone got a good deal on their Kimbrel Jersey. Obviously Craig Kimbrel is now with the Chicago Cubs and somebody bought a Jersey. So Craig Kimbrel's last name is spelled K I M B R E L. This guy got a Jersey with number 24. It's spelled Krimble K R I M B E L. Somebody walked out of the house wearing this. But it's just typical, typical Chicago, People, you know that Craig Crimble. Yeah, you know he's, he's got that weird pitching stance. Yeah, that's a, that's hopefully a, he helps the bullpen. That's totally what this guy. Yeah, that's, um, that's a joke that me, John, and then uh, <laughs> me and John have with just like some people Chicago butchering the fuck out of. And it's funny because they just don't give a fuck. Minch, Trubinsky, Minch, Alshon, Jeffries, Jeffries. Oh, Where is there an accident? The Jonathan name? Toes, Jonathan Toes. Just a Tave, Taves. Yeah, like there's a V in it. I love the Trubinsky ones. Yeah, those are the best. Just meathead yeah. football fans. It's the best. I love it. Uh huh. <laughs> so all right, Cody my, Parkley, Cody. Yeah, Cody Parkney, <laughs> Cody Parker. Um, okay, last one you know. from at C Kamka, Christopher Kamka. So let me let me read this. Jason Hayward was in right field for Craig Kimbrell's, not Krimble, Craig Kimbrell's first MLB save on September 19th, 2010, as well as his 334th, his first with the Cubs, because Kimbrell and Hayward are teammates in Atlanta. That's cool. There's more. <laughs> well, Brian McCann. More. Caught Craig Kimbrell's first save, and they were playing the Braves when this yeah. happened. He also made the first out of his 334th first with the Cubs. What the hell? There's more. Derek Lee was the Braves' first baseman for Craig Kimbrell's first save with the Chicago Cubs. Derek Lee obviously was a star first baseman yeah. with the Chicago Cubs. That was in 2010. Okay. So, yeah. I just thought that was really Jeez. interesting. It's that is crazy. That, that's crazy. Yeah, the first two little factoids were very interesting. Yeah, um, just kind of. Yeah, 
Derek Lee. Jack, that's your favorite player. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll move on to the NFL. Do a, what do you want to start with? you want to start with the underrated defensive player of the year candidates, or do you want to talk about the new thing that we have going on? So, yes, yeah, so we got a new thing going on on our Instagram page, at Jab Sports Podcast. Um, yeah. Follow it. So there's 10 weeks until the NFL season. Every Sunday leading up to that first Sunday, um, we're going to be we're doing like a top 100 NFL players. we inspired by NFL Network's top 100. Um, it's one of our favorite shows we all love watching together and having our own opinions. July so, 22nd, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So we, so we wanted to share our opinions. And uh, this week on Instagram, we released 100 through 91 of our top 100 players of uh, – in 2019, what uh, what we think the list is like. So I'm gonna go ahead and read off who we um, let me pull it up. Who we listed for who we listed for 100 through 91, and uh, I'll ask Andrew, and then you guys can also weigh in on our Instagram. Wait, please weigh in on Instagram yeah. and Sports Podcast comment. Tell us what you think. All right. Um, so I'll go ahead and start with number Fire one. It off number 100, Eric Ebron. Yeah, an unbelievable. Yeah, he did, no, he deserves to be on it. What do you have? 13 touchdowns. He had, yeah, 13 receiving and one rushing touchdown. Eric, what the fuck? Why does he have a rushing touchdown? I don't know. But Whatever. he was number 100. Do <laughs> you think that's a good spot for him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. There's a few tight ends ahead of him, but. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's a pretty decent spot for him. Yeah. Number 99, Jalen Smith, Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Smith. Um. That dude is it's, out of his mind. Again. Yeah, he, he is out of his mind. Part of me thinks, like, yeah, it's a good spot, but like, part of me thinks he should be a little higher up. But part of me agrees with where he is right now, just because it was only his first year in the league, right? Uh, this is like his first, you know, full season. Yeah, for, terrible, first terrible full season. injury in college. Exactly. Set him back. So, number ninety-eight, Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, uh, yeah. That guy's just been just solid, dude. Yeah, he had thirteen sacks last year and yeah. three forced fumbles. It's just, just more like, than Khalil Mack. Yeah, technically. 97, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. What do you think? A um, little low. Mm, he had a great, he had a fantastic season. Uh, uh, he's, no, about, it, he's it's, about to get paid. I don't know if he deserves all that money, but he's going to get paid. Well, what quarterbacks are getting? I don't know, man. He's. I don't know. I think it's a. It's a mm, so, not, whatever. 97 is Dak Prescott. 96, newly acquired. Uh, San Francisco 49ers defensive end D Ford. He, he had a career on. year. He should be higher. And really? he should be higher. Dude, he was a fucking beast this year. Yeah, I know. He's I know. But I mean, I'm a big fan. Like of I said, Ford's. there's only 100 through 91. There's, there's wait till yeah, you the names ahead of him. Yeah, I know. There's 95, Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harris Jr. I, mean, I think he should be a little higher, but under, understandable why where he is. Yeah, there's so many good corners. Yeah, it's now. it's tough. He's kind of an under radar name. But he's, he's I solid. I cannot stress enough how hard this list is to make because of how many good players are yeah, in the NFL. A lot of, there's there's a lot of names that we, we left off. And you know what? You know, you know what we should find do? out who we left off you as know, we go on. Exactly. You know what we should do? We should be like, you know, NFL Network or, or for their top 100, they'll do, is it like 110 to yeah. 101? Mm-hmm. We should do something like that. I think that's be kind of cool. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, ni- 94, Stefan Diggs. And 94? Yeah. I think he should be a little higher, but I mean, he definitely deserves to be on the list. But career highs in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Yeah, um, man. But not enough to get the Vikings to the playoffs. Hello. Ninety-three, Deshaun Watson. I'm kind of surprised you haven't. So I have Deshaun Watson ahead of Dak Prescott. What do you think of that? 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hopefully, Deshaun Watson will continue to rise with the recovery Dude, of his ACL and get an offensive line. Get, getting an offensive line. He could be so fucking Getting a healthy Will Fuller. Like he's already fucking too. good. Yeah. He's amazing. If you get him fucking time, he'll be even better. Number 92, Richard Sherman. The Niners. Me, personally, I wouldn't have even put him on this list. Man, he's... That's just me. That might, he that was only targeted at 40 times all season, so he didn't have... I don't think he had any interceptions. First time in his career. No interceptions. But, I mean, if you're not throwing his way, you know, what's yeah, less uh, chance of him getting an interception? I get it. But, I mean, he's just, maybe he's, it's just because I would... a great leader. I don't know, man. He's... I don't know. He's solid. It's nothing against Richard Sherman, just I don't think... He should, I just you think Sherman should be ahead of Chris Harris? But yeah, like okay. he should. All right. <laughs> and 91, Landon Collins. Yeah, no, that's a good start. Especially on uh, maybe a little lower. You know, like a little lower. He should definitely be in. He's definitely in this category. But, yeah, I wonder how, I wonder what he's going to be like in... In Washington. Yeah, so I got I have two Redskins on here. Yeah. Um two forty niners. Two Redskins, two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. So uh two cowboys. So yeah, that's that's one hundred through ninety one. Jalen. Yeah, I mean most of the names on there kinda are in they're in the right spot. Yeah. Once the full list comes out you could decipher that all on your yeah. own. But but yeah, let us know your opinions on what you think of our hundred through ninety one and who you think he left out. But now, let's move on to our Defensive Player of the Year underdogs on who we think could potentially win it and is kind of kind of underrated in our opinions. So I will let John start. John, who is your Defensive Player of the Year candidate underdog? Someone that they're not talking about everything is going to be Amazing this year is Matthew Judon of the Baltimore Ravens. Look, a lot of people leave Baltimore. Uh, C.J. Mosley, Terrell Suggs, those guys are all gone. Um, somebody's got to step up. Darius Smith is gone. Somebody's got to step up, and I think it's going to be Judon. He's had uh, 19 sacks over his first three years. He uh, played in all 16 games last season and had seven sacks a and a forced fumble. I think those numbers are going to go way up. I think he's – Mark it down. He's going to have at least 15 sacks. Um, wow. He's going to have, a, yeah, at least 15 sacks. And I'm going to say like six forced fumbles. And he's going to okay. terrorize quarterbacks this year. All right. And he's going to step up. He's just a player that's ascending. Uh, will be 27 this year. So the 6'3, 261 outside linebacker defensive end. Um, you saw flashes of him, especially in that playoff game against the Chargers, even though they oh, lost. Yeah. He, he was just uh, all over the place. Yeah. So that's my uh, underdog. And shout out to Nick. He, I'm sure he would like that answer because he's a huge Ravens fan. I wanted to say Ooh. a guy like – I wanted to say Roquan Smith. Um, I bet I, was I didn't want to be like too much of a blow. Exactly. I want to be a homer. But, yeah, Matt Judon is going to have a fantastic year. All right. My defensive player of the year candidate is going to be – Second-year player, Mika Fitzpatrick, the do-it-all defensive back. Yeah, but Miami's just going to be so bad. He's going to be a bright spot on, like, that, they don't have on any, that team. They don't even have, like, any I – mean, they got Christian Wilkins, but they lost Cameron Wake. They lost – they lost two a couple years ago, but uh, – Yeah, Kiko Alonso. Kiko Alonso's as much as a kind of a piece of shit he is. I mean, yeah. 
he's still good. I don't know. Fitz Patrick's a fantastic young player. Exactly. But Miami is just going to be so bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I. You may have a tough time getting some votes. I don't know. Maybe in the coming year, but let me, let me kind of get some reasoning out there. This guy, he can play the slot corner. He can play safety, which I think they're trying to kind of mold him into a safety. Played all 16 games. He only had two picks, but I mean, I mean, ah, nah, never mind. I was going to say something, but, but I think he is, his versatility makes him kind of step, kind of separates him from some other defensive backs that could potentially win it. Like, uh, like Jalen Ramsey, Eddie Jackson, uh, I'm trying to think, Derwin James, Jamal Adams. I mean, not that those guys aren't versatile, but I think just he, I know, so who described him? I forgot if it was Nick Saban or Miami's defensive coordinator called him like a Swiss Army knife. It's just you never know kind of what you're going to, or you do know what you're going to get on him, but he, he's just he's just a do-it-all, just, just a solid football player. I really like Minka Fitzpatrick. I liked him. I, he was actually who I wanted the Bears to draft uh, two seasons ago when uh, yeah they took Roquan yeah they took Roquan and I yeah I feel like an idiot saying that but yeah. I mean this like, this isn't who I don't like we'll we're gonna get later into the season we'll give our actual prediction for defense play of the year I don't actually think Judon's gonna win it but he's definitely an underdog and I think he's going to be in the conversation for sure I mean I don't know if Fitzpatrick's gonna be in the conversation but it's just. It was kind of more so of a kind of just like look out for this this rising. He's a rising star in the NFL, in my opinion, and he's going to be he's going to be the brightest spot on that team, in my opinion. Their offense doesn't really have that much, but mark it down, brightest spot on that team. So that is all for this episode, I believe. So I'd like to thank all you guys for listening. Uh, remember, uh, next episode will be. July 16th, because we will not be around for that. But from Nick not being here. Uh, I miss you today, buddy. I don't. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. We miss you, Nick. So we'll t- we will have a next uh, our next episode out in the coming weeks. Thank you guys again for listening.